Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. And I totally apologize for not putting out any content recently. I've been very busy. I uh, had a lot going on. AAU season is starting up, baby. Woo! So I'm making plans for practices and things like that to get the girls ready. Uh, you know, mentally, uh, I haven't been pushing them that hard because it's spring break is here. Who wants to... Who wants to be thinking about sweating and working out and and doing a bunch of craziness when it's time to relax, you know? So, I just did a few shooting drills, getting them ready, making sure their technique is right. And when it it comes down to it, that's when we're going to get to work. So, that's not why you guys are here. You guys are here because we're talking about... Opening day today for Major League Baseball. I'm going to give you a few uh, things that I think will happen. A few things that I predict will happen as far as the divisions. Um, I, I think it's going to be a very, 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 very interesting baseball season this year. Now. Um, first off, I'm going to let you guys know, there's going to be a few biased situations. I grew up a Baltimore Orioles fan, for a lot of you that know, um, and after the Expos came to D.C., it took me about a year, and I became a Washington Nationals fan. But I still got love for them O's, man. So much that when they do the national anthem, I still go, oh, see. I mean, that's that's just the thing that we do. And, you know, every every team got their thing for the national anthem. And, and if you're an O's fan and they're the national anthem, they get the oh part. And you don't say oh then you ain't no Orioles fan. That's how, that's how you identify a true Orioles fan. Now, um, as, a, as a new Nationals fan, can't even say new because, oh my word, it's been 20-some years. It's, it's about to be 30 years since they moved over, right? Wasn't it? They moved 90, 98? My memory sucks, okay? I think it was, was it 98? They became the Nationals. My word. Time is flying. Anyway, um, this is not going to be a good year for the Washington Nationals. Um, they, they sold the farm. They got a lot of amazing prospects coming up, but that's that's not for another two years. Um, I'll be honest. A lot of us Washingtonian national fans were very upset with a lot of the decisions that they made the last few years, uh, which caused a lot of players to, to leave, like the Scherzers, the Trey Turner. The, the whole Trey Turner, Soto, Bryce Harper, uh, letting those guys walk. Like, I understand the Rendon. I understand. Actually, I don't understand. But, you know, 
a lot of those guys we felt like would sustain the Nationals in a situation for at least five more years after this year. And they're all gone. The pitching, gone. Those four guys, gone. Like, as, as much as, you know, I agree with the Rendon situation, he asked for entirely too much money. And he's not, he's not working out for that, that amount of money that he has. Um, it's, it, it hurt, it hurt. So, the sad part with my Nationals, man, this could be one of those years where we'll have 100 losses plus. I would be surprised if they don't have 100 losses this year. That is just how a lot of us fans are thinking right now. Oh, in my year, way off. Wasn't... (laughs) Was it 98? It's 2005. Goodness gracious. Uh, 2005 is when they came over from Montreal. Jeez. Because I remember they was in rundown RFK for a couple years before they built Nats Park. And going to a game at, at RFK Stadium, which was originally a baseball stadium, if, if you guys knew that. You probably don't know that. But that stadium has history and abuse is ugly it is ugly if you guys have ever drove past rfk stadium right now it is a dump site it is not being maintained whatsoever so we all here want that stadium to be redone um and, you know, why not? Everybody said convert it to a, a football-only stadium. I, it doesn't have to be a football-only stadium. Like, the Yankees has made their stadium available for football games. I, it still looks stupid. Um, why not make it a multi-purpose arena? You could. Easily. But they gotta do something with that that ground, those grounds down there, man. Um, but that's not why we're here again. I'm drifting off. So I am going to give my predictions per division. I'm going to say who to look out for. Um, now I'm not as huge of a baseball fan as I was. Uh, the last two, three years, I've kind of fallen out of it since I started coaching basketball. Um, so obviously there's a few things that I'm not caught up on. Um, but first of all, before I start, let me say, let me say something. The world baseball classic was amazing this year. I think it was only a couple games that I watched that I was just like, this, this game didn't need to happen. But other than that, I couldn't find one bad game, and I enjoyed every bit of it. To anybody who says the World Baseball Classic was a waste of time, they're playing for free and not getting nothing out of it, they didn't, they don't understand. They just don't know. It was beautiful baseball. 
the guys were playing with their home country, so they were being represented properly. It was beautiful all the way around. All right. So now I'm going to go backwards because I want to do the AL East and the NL East all together because two of my favorite teams are in there. Um, yes, I have not drifted away from the Baltimore Orioles yet. It's kind of hard getting rid of your, your favorite team growing up. It is. So starting with the NL West, the NL West is by far one of the trickiest divisions for me to talk about. Um, I don't know what the Diamondbacks are going to look like. The Diamondbacks are one of those tricky teams that they'll probably be middle of the road, and then as soon as the race comes toward the end of the year, they'll win a, a bunch of games. They have some solid pitching. Not over-the-top amazing, but they have some solid pitching. A lot of young talent. It's going to be very interesting watching the Diamondbacks. So look out for the Diamondbacks. The Rockies, on the other hand, that home field advantage in Colorado is something different. And they have a few guys who are veterans that the time is almost up. Now, when it comes to the Rockies, that is one of those teams that just like the Diamondbacks, if they get into a situation where they're just hanging around, you got to look out for them. Will it happen this year? Probably not. I, I, I give the Rockies maybe like 80, 75, between 75 and 80 wins. It's not going to be a good season for the Rockies. Um, now the Giants. The Giants are one of those staples that like to hang around. Um, and for time purposes, I'm I'm not going to name any names um, for any of these rosters because I can go on for days just talking about people for any for all these rosters. Um, the Giants are very tricky. They have one strong pitcher, um, another pitcher that's a prospect that's going to be very interesting come All Star break. Um, I. I don't have much faith in the Giants, but they will be hanging around with that 85 to 90 win range. Um, very interesting team. They could actually start off slow and then pick it up towards the end of the season around August to September and make a play, but not make a step. The Padres. Let me tell you something about the Padres. The Padres have a very interesting roster. Very interesting roster. And including a few guys from my two favorite teams. They got a lot of good bats with the Padres. And I think the fact that these guys are starting the season off together now 
they could easily be in that 95 win range. They are very tough. I asked the questions about the pitching, and you know when you got questions about pitching, good luck. But I think they will acquire enough runs to sustain what their pitching is is going to put out this year. You might not have a a two-point-anything pitching ERA from the Padres this year. And if you do, it's going to be a high two, maybe 2-8-2-9, which is still great. But you're going to have a lot of threes and fours on that pitching rotation. That pitching rotation is going to give up a lot of runs. Um, But those bats are nasty, man. They could easily have over 100 wins this year. Will they? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Now let's get to the Dodgers. The Dodgers is is another club that will always be there because of the talent that they have on roster. But for some reason, I don't feel that way this year. I don't. They lost some good pitching in this offseason. And when you lose pitching, good luck. I think the Padres win the NL West. I think it'll be by more than 10 games. And we're off to the NL Central. I have a love-hate relationship with the NL Central. The Cardinals, the Reds, actually I might even include the Reds this year. The Cardinals, the Cubs, and the Brewers always are neck and neck. Always. It's always a one game, half game, two game, one game, half game. It gets to the point you don't even want to look at the standings because you already know that those three teams are going to be at the top, just just back and forth. Um, I think the Cubs are going to do it. They're going to win the division. But the Cubs lost a lot in the offseason as well. Um, honestly, let me switch that up. I think the Brewers are going to win this one. Obviously, not by much. I think the Brewers are going to win this one. Ooh, what is that? Um, the Brewers, followed by the Cubs... Followed by the Cardinals. I think you can even flip-flop the Reds and the Cardinals and the Pirates. I I just don't know what the Pirates are right now. The Pirates are going to be good. The Pirates have young pitching. They're going to be good. I just don't think this year is going to be their year. Look out for the Pirates next year. And last but not least, the 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 NFC, the NL East. I already told you guys how I felt about Washington. They're going to be in last place. Um, you just got too many young bodies, man. Too many young bodies. I want their experience to get up next year when a lot of that talent from the farm system comes up. Look out. But now, scary. Scary bad. Uh, we still don't know what's going on with Strasburg. And I said I wasn't going to name names, but that's my team. So, obviously, I'm going to name names with my team. I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. A lot of prospects will get, get some run this year in the majors.
Excuse me. Um, Miami intrigues me. No one's looking out for Miami. And I don't know why. Miami has some solid talent. I think next year will be a good year for Miami. But the NF, the NFC, I keep trying to say NFC. The NL East is really strong. Really strong. When it comes to the Phillies, I think the two main guys for Phillies coming back from Tommy John surgery uh, is not going to help their case in this division. You have to, this is one of those divisions that you have to be strong from Jump Street. You have to be. You have to be. Because the Braves and the Mets are not taking any prisoners this year. They're just not. The Mets pitching is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Their pitching is going to win them 70 games. That's not including the offense. Just their pitching alone is going to win them 70 games. Now, the NL East will be neck and neck between the Mets and the Braves. I personally will say, and I hate saying this because I am I know it's a few Mets fans that's that listen to my podcast. The Mets will win the NL East, okay? Suck it up. Enjoy it. Because next year I'm going Braves. But I just think this ain't it for the Braves. This is not this is not the Braves year. Ugh. Now, who do I think will come out? The NL East. That's a whole nother conversation. I think the Mets will come out. The, I mean, at the NL East. The entire National League to the World Series. I think the Mets will come out. I think the Mets will come out. Um... They just have too much talent and too much pitching not to win the NL East. They have too much talent and too much pissing, pitching not to just win the National League altogether. So I'm, that's the route that I'm going right there is the Mets. So I got the Mets coming out the National League. Uh, you guys can let me know what you guys think about that. All right. So now I'm going to take me a little break, and then I'm coming back, and we're going to talk about the American League. All right. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we have the American League. Now, the American League is far more intriguing. Um, I'll just say this about the American League. If the Yankees do not Put in work. Ladies and gentlemen, they gotta break that team up. Just letting y'all know. Uh, but I gotta keep the same format. So we're gonna start AL West. Um, AL West has been ruled by the Astros for the last umpteen years. Since the cheating scandal. Um, once again, it is the Astros division, excuse me, it's the Astros pennant to lose. I gotta, gotta remember, I gotta speak same language. It's the Astros pennant to lose. The Rangers are coming. 
the Mariners shockingly getting better. Oakland. I think Oakland is the only team I haven't paid any attention to over the last couple of years. It's almost like you barely hear anything about the athletics. And then we get to the team that has underachieved for the longest, and that is the Los Angeles Angels. Let me tell you something about the Angels, man. They have entirely too much talent to not battle Houston for the pennant this year. I mean... I know I said I won't go name any names, but Mike Trout, Otani, just those two guys alone. There's, there's teams that dream to have guys like that. If the Angels do not challenge for the AL West pennant, just, just forget it. Just forget it. They'll just be that mediocre team with two amazing talents. And, ooh, good luck trying to keep Otani with the amount of money that this is going to cost him. And an ace pitcher and a, a, a guy who could just destroy the baseball? Come on, man. That... Come on, man. Don't waste Otani. Please, uh, Angels, please don't waste Otani. But I still think Houston's going to win this, 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 this division. And it probably won't even be close. Houston's probably going to win about 95 to 100 games. Now, will they cheat? That's a whole other conversation. I'm not, I'm not going there. Y'all not going to make me go there. Um, now we get to the AL Central. Um, AL Central is intriguing because I feel like each team is basically the same. With the White Sox just being slightly up on everybody. Just slightly, just slightly, just slightly. I like what the Guardians have been doing. Still don't like that name. I miss Cleveland Indians. Apologize if you're offended by me saying the Cleveland Indians. I apologize. Um, it's still an adjustment for me. I forced myself to not say the R word for the football team to the point where I don't even think about it anymore. Cleveland, the White Sox, and the Royals are my top three teams in this division. Royals, you're saying? Yes, the Royals. Something just tells me that the Royals will stick around for the longest. As soon as they get, they'll probably be the top team come All-Star break. They probably will. They got some sneaky players on Kansas City. I'm trying to tell you guys something. The talent is not of the level of Chicago right now. But they got some sneaky young guys in Kansas City. There's probably going to be people listening to this podcast and probably going to think I'm losing my mind. Who picks Kansas City? Yeah, well, 
I I definitely didn't pick Kansas City the year that they won it. I'm going to White Sox. Touching close to 90 wins. They might get 88-89. Might. But I think the Guardians will take that, that wild card spot. From that division. I haven't done any wild cards. Maybe uh, wild cards are a little tough. But I, I got the Guardians taking the wild card spot there. Um, now, the AL East. Um, I'll say this. I think the AL East will be the best division in baseball this year. All five teams will have something to say in this division. Which sucks because they're going to be beating each other up for about, what, 24 games? 18 to 24 games? So... Obviously, I'm going to put my money on the Yankees. I have a lot of faith in Baltimore, y'all. Do not sleep on Baltimore. Uh, Toronto. (sighs) Listen, Toronto is one of those teams that should be better than what they are, but they won't give you everything. Like, it'll probably be two two people that will come to bat that'll just go berserk, and all the other seven just act like they just there just for the money. I just have a feeling. Tampa Bay has been put in the dirt every single year, and in every single year, they're in contention. Can, can anybody in Tampa please go to the game, please? Support this team. Make the tickets like three, four dollars or something. Fill up the stands. In Boston. Listen, Boston will always have a place in Major League Baseball's heart. But this ain't the year. I pray for Boston this year. Boston might be top two to the All-Star break and then fall off after the All-Star break. I just have a feeling. Now, obviously I said the Yankees out of the East. So, here are my World Series choices from the American League. Obviously, I'm going to say... (sighs) This is tough. We'll say Houston. I do not want to say Houston. The Yankees have entirely too many great bats. But they got a lot of strikeouts on their head. (laughs) And Houston is so scrappy. You know what? I'm going to hate myself because they're a rival. I'm going with New York. I hate that I'm saying that because it's going to be a New York World Series. Because I picked the Mets, right? Could you imagine a World Series with both New York teams? The media will eat that alive. And everyone else in America will hate it. 
but it might be good baseball. Both teams can stay on their home turf as far as their own beds. No travel. I'm just kidding. It's not going to be Yankees. It's going to be Houston. It's, it's going to be Houston and the Mets. And I got the Mets beating them. I just like the pitching from the Mets entirely too much. Their, their pitching is entirely too good to not win the World Series this year. It just is. So, let me know what you guys think of this one. Uh, this year, I will be keeping my head in, in the MLB notes a lot. I used to be a huge baseball fan. I'm probably going to get some tickets to go see Baltimore a few times. Got to go to Camden Yards, man. And they took down the sun sign. Oh, my God. That hurts. That hurts. Um, it's funny. I've only been to one Nationals game, and it was at RFK Stadium. I haven't been to the new Nats Park yet. That might be a plan as well, mostly because of the food. The food places I'm hearing about at Nats Park, my word, it just makes me want to go just for, just to eat. That might be the food. That might be the move. So I'll get at you guys later. And okay, what is this guy doing? Sorry, y'all. Uh, dude, try to get in front of me when he was behind me. There's nobody behind me. Y'all know I like to do my podcast from the vehicle. Okay. Um, and he's cussing me out. You the one that's doing stupid stuff. Um. Sorry, guys. I, I got to handle some business. Uh, I will holler at y'all next time. Uh, let me know what y'all think about this podcast. Bigger716 on Twitter. Uh, coaching page, Coach I-R-V-I-N-P-A-Y-N-E on Twitter. I will be posting some new updates for about my AAU team and some updates for my high school team, of course. Um, and then I might do a couple training sessions this summer. You know, I'm, I got to keep myself busy. I got two months off with school being out. I got to do something. I'm going to do a lot of resting. I'm telling you that now. So, appreciate y'all. Thank you for the support. Thank you to the new people that is following me on Spotify. Thank you for everybody that has been following me for the longest on your Apple uh, podcasts and so on and so forth. There's so many podcast pages out there, man. I appreciate all the support. Um, I know I promised you guys the John Wick the uh, 65 review. That's all coming soon. Uh, spring break just started this school, so I got a lot of free time. So look out for that. Uh, appreciate it. All the support. Love you guys, man. Peace out.